G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Do you know more than one and a half million people? Yes, that's right. One and a half million people spend time with the Christian Venues Association every single year. Maybe you're one of them. I'm joined on the program today by Ken Pullen from the Christian Venues Association to have a look at what's happening in this sector of the Christian world. Ken, hi, how are you? Good afternoon, Alan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So uh, the Christian Venues Association, it's it's much bigger than I dreamed it was. How many members do you have? Well, we have uh, about 220 camps and conference centres around the country. And um, they have about 24,500 beds under their roofs. So it's a fairly large organisation representing Christian camps and conference centres and some activity providers around Australia. So whereabouts are these venues? Are they, are they all in holiday spots? Uh, look, they're uh, in some of the most beautiful places in Australia. And I think that uh, God's been tremendous in providing over many, many years. Um, people with vision to, to, to plant... Uh, conference centres and camps in spots which uh, originally were probably a fair way out of town but now in many cases are uh, a lot closer to our cities. Um, they really go from the southwest corner of Australia to Darwin, from Hobart through to uh, far north Queensland or tropical north Queensland. So um, there's a spread of them all over the country. Uh, and it's not just camping, isn't it? Because I, I think my... Uh, I was telling you earlier on, my my image of camping is of being in a a caravan that was probably built 40 years ago uh, in a sea of mud in the pouring rain. When it's not raining, it's foggy and the temperature is barely above 12 degrees. Uh, I'm I'm out of date, aren't I? (laughs) Uh, And you must be talking about the UK. Yeah, I think you are. You're absolutely right there. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) That's summer in the UK. (laughs) One of the the incredible advantages we have with uh, living in Australia is we have the opportunity for for year-round getting away. And uh, churches and schools literally do this uh, all year-round over most of our states. So our centres um, are not tent camps. They're, uh, they're, they're realistically, they're uh, buildings with accommodation facilities. Some can be rustic, but, uh, you know, we've got uh, quite a lot of them that have equivalent of uh, three and almost four-star accommodation available to uh, churches, schools, youth groups, community groups um, for places to go away. So uh, across the country... Anything from small places that will handle groups, well, in fact, many places will handle small numbers, but some can only handle up to 12 or 16, and others can handle up to 660 people in accommodations. accommodations. So uh, we do cover many bases uh, within the membership, and um, I'm just pleased to be associated with these uh, Christian camps, conference centres, retreat centres, all sort of banded together in Christian Venues Association. So what what they offer is is not just somewhere nice to go on holiday. There, there's more to it than that. That's right. The, the bulk of our work um, across the country is to provide places for um, churches uh, to go away on weekend retreats or, or um, youth camps during school holidays or even weekend camps as well for youth groups. 
And most of them were started for that purpose. Uh, they looked at um, models from around the world where uh, it was recognised that taking uh, groups of people away from their normal workplace, their normal living space, taking them away, provided with an opportunity that um, they could enjoy time, um, reflecting with each other, getting to know each other and uh, getting to know the Lord um, in, in, a, in, a, in a temporary community setting. And uh, it's a very powerful method of ministry. And uh, so many years ago, people recognized this and established places all around the country. And as I said, we have some 24,000, 25,000 beds uh, within the association now. Um, most of our sites are owned either by denominational groups or other Christian organizations. And uh, the work varies from providing places for secular groups to go away and just utilize, right through to very, very powerful school holiday camps, which are run across the country. And probably about 45% of our membership are actively involved in uh, school holiday camps. I think we all know about things like, like Camp America, that, that idea that during the summer the kids go away for several weeks to a camp and um, have a, a great time. Is it the same? Do, do you have the same sort of thing during the school holidays here, or, or is it not quite as, as regimented as it always seems to be in the States? Well, there are a couple of significant differences in that uh, in the U.S. you've got either 11 to 13 weeks of school holiday, depending on where in the States uh, or Canada you are. And so um, the opportunity for long school holiday camps exists over there that doesn't exist in the same way here. Uh, we have... Our summer holiday, which might be six weeks, seven weeks long um, for schools, uh, is interrupted by Christmas and New Year. Fantastic interruption, but still an interruption to a camping program. Um, and then we have a couple of other sets of holidays during the year. But within Christian camping and Christian conference work here in Australia, many of our sites have recognised that we can still be very effective in offering various types of camps at different times of year. So... Whereas we may not have the you know, 11 weeks of camps uh, that they might do in the U.S. or Canada, we certainly do have the opportunity, and uh, many of our centres run camps for primary school kids, high school kids, teenagers, etc., uh, across the country in the, all the holiday seasons uh, that we have, all the school holiday times that we have. And so we see a very effective, inverted commas, camping, um, closed inverted commas, program, but it's not the same as the U.S. It's certainly not, um, uh, it's not something that can be defined as a set two-month or three-month period. I can hear parents all around the country just groaning at the thought of 12 weeks of, <laughs> 12 weeks of holiday without, uh, without a break. I think uh, camp would need, to be, would need to be there in order to maintain sanity, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that's actually what they found, and it's a very powerful uh, thing in the United States where kids go to uh, camps. Uh, there are... Uh, to my understanding, there's uh, approximately a 1,000 members of uh, Christian uh, Camp and Conference Association in the United States, our sister organization, and the vast number of them run uh, school holiday camps. They're right in the middle of that uh, vacation camping time in the U.S. at this point. And uh, not only do uh, the Christian camps run it, but the American Camps Association has um, a huge membership of uh, secular centers as well that are running Similar thing, so that uh, camps are a huge thing in the States, but they're a sleeper here in Australia. Well, they, they, they exist and they run, and, um, and yet many of our folk in Australia wouldn't know that that's the case.
I read an article by uh, the, I think it was America's Christian Camp and Conference Association, where they said camping has long been considered one of Christianity's most effective mediums for impacting lives and growing the church. That's that's quite a statement, isn't it? Alan, you know, it is. And yet, uh, well, I, I, you know, people say, well, hang on, Ken, as, as the CEO of Christian Venues <laughs> Association, you're probably going to come out and agree with that. I haven't always been that uh, held that position. Uh, my wife and I uh, were involved uh, directly in, in managing and operating a camp for some 22 years, uh, a conference center in the Lower Blue Mountains. We saw the effect. Um, anecdotally, we saw the effect of how powerful Christian camping has been uh, as a means of touching the church. And you know, a couple of years ago, I, I heard um, uh, Tim Costello speak at a, a conference uh, where he indicated that there were three pillars of the current, um, I suppose, foundational of the current church, one being Christian schools movement, the other being the Christian bookshops, and the third being Christian camps and conference centers. And uh, I thought that was a, a very powerful and telling statement that supports what's coming out of the U.S. and is now supported by what we have um, in terms of research that uh, we've just released uh, following on from the uh, last uh, NCLS, the National Church Life Survey, um, where we've collected data which supports what we all believed, those of us working within the sector believed, uh, has been the case for a long time. So why is it so effective? Well, it all comes down, I think, to uh, this concept of temporary community where people uh, leave the comfort of their home life, their church life, their work life, and they go and, and spend time. I've heard youth group leaders talk about the fact that, uh, in their opinion, a weekend retreat or camp or, or um, a conference that they've been able to take their young people to is more effective than the 52 Friday nights that they might run during the year. <laughs> it's because people get to sit and uh, talk, they get to live with each other, they get to um, see uh, their faith in action over a, a longer period of time. And if you extend that past the weekend to a, a week-long camp um, during school holiday times, it's even more effective there. But it's certainly very effective just in the weekend work. It must be difficult, though, for to, to actually organise something like that because it's, it's not just the venue. You actually have to, to work out a programme. Is there any sort of support for groups who want to do something like this? Look, there is support. I mean, the first place you'd find support uh, is with the camp or, or conference centre that you might be looking at booking. Um, they will be very helpful in terms of trying to help you organise that. We also have resources on our, our website, uh, the, the cv.asn.au website, um, so that people can go and take a look there. We hope to have um, developments on that uh, in the not-too-distant future, some online assistance that uh, will help those who haven't had experience organising a weekend away um, to do so. Uh, we have a resource called Somewhere to Go, which is a, a book that lists all of our members around the country. Um, and in that, there's a, a page dedicated to the steps that you need to undertake, just a checklist that you can run through. Uh, that checklist is also available on the website. But it, it simply sets out the steps that you need to, to uh, consider. And um, you'd find that in most churches, there are people who have had experience in going away and can guide 
But without that, we certainly are here to help, and our office would do our absolute best to, to give you some assistance if anyone would require it. Talking about about Christian venues, and our guest on the program today is Ken Pullen from the Christian Venues Association, and we've been talking a little bit about churches going away. Um, what, what, why should a church consider going on a camp, Ken? Because it, it's a big disruption, isn't it, for a weekend? Well, I don't think it's a disruption, Alan. I think it's, uh, it should be part of every church's program. And certainly um, uh, that's, that's been a feeling that I've had uh, uh, from prior to becoming involved in, in uh, Christian Venues work. Um, in fact, when I led into going to work uh, at a conference centre, um, it was because I'd taken, I was part of a committee planning way back in 1983, planning a weekend uh, conference uh, camp for a church and uh, getting involved in that and, and planning that, seeing how it all came together. And, uh, in fact, we ended up, um, four of us from that church ended up working uh, for and operating that particular campsite that we went to. So, um, you know, I saw the effect of that, and uh, it, it was it was just truly a remarkable thing. So when I look at what happens when people go away, um, I believe that every church should have it as a concrete part of their program, and if they build it in, it will be effective. And Now, as I said, I believe this and have done for a long time, but the, the results coming out of the NCLS are very, very clear, and they show us that, um, and this research that Christian Venues Association has helped um, sponsor with uh, McCrindle, uh, there's a little booklet called Social Shifts, Spiritual Trends, Four Decades of Change. And um, in it, we, we look at what's happening to the Christian church across uh, Australia. But then we also refer to what happens with regards to camps and the effect of camps and conferences and going away on a church camp. And uh, there are a lot of people sitting in church today who have made significant decisions for Christ, significant decisions for service. Um, numbers that look like you know, first faith commitment or conversion of the people who attended a conference and are in church or were in church when the research was done, uh, 47%, that's almost half of the people, found that a Christian camp, conference or spiritual retreat was very important to their first faith commitment or Christian conversion. That's of the people who attend church, uh, sorry, attended the, the camp or conference um, and are sitting in church. That was Almost 50% of them uh, found it very, very important, or very important. And so that's the kind of figures that we within the sector have known for a long time. We've seen people come through. Um, I spoke at a, a, a minister's conference a few years ago, and I mentioned that even in our small centre, with uh, and, and believe me, we're, we're 120 beds, we're sort of right on the average of what most camps and conference centres around Australia have, um, and we weren't the, by, the busiest by any means. But there wouldn't have been a year go by where we weren't told by people coming through our centre of at least 50 people coming to the Lord during the year. And I just made a, a comment to this minister's conference that probably most ministers would give their right arm for those kind of results. Um, not that I'm talking about results in, in numbers in, in that way, but it was just to, to make a point. And uh, a minister in the front row said, one arm, I think we should give both. Um, because you know, we just know how effective it is when people go away. And this is not one denomination. This is many denominations visiting that centre. And across Australia, I hear of time and again people saying how the group organisers have told them that by coming away, people have had the... 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.